So harken back to when you first came to Vegas. Yeah. And uh, as with everything, everyone has an opinion. Yeah. Uh, were you sent here with any advice? Well, you know, now we're talking about uh, the first time, which was like early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Um, I had an idea of what it was like, but now I, right. I had been to Reno. Okay. So I had seen... <laughs> not, I, not quite the same. No, it's not. But remember the strip in the 80s, remember, there's no, there's no Bellagio. There, That's I mean, true. There's no, yeah. there's no uh, Mirage. There's, I mean, there's the Sands and there's the Dunes. And really the Stardust was kind of one of the bigger ones. Right. And the Riviera across the street. So it really wasn't built up like it is now, um, but I had so I I did I had been in casinos before, mm-hmm. but I wasn't old enough to partake of them, right? Because right. I was just I was too young. So yeah, you know, my dad gave me some money or something. that said, "Hey, don't spend it all in one same place or whatever." <laughs> don't take and any wooden nickels. Don't take any wooden nickels, <laughs> and um, you know, so that's pretty much what I did. Now I was going down there to visit my girlfriend who lived with me in the Bay Area, but but they had opened a clothing store at a brand new mall. That was the fashion show mall at that fashion time. Show, okay. And it just opened, and she went down there to train the the new manager who was going to manage that store of this chain. Okay. Um, so so that's why she was down there, and she was down there for a couple of weeks, I think. So I went down mm. there for three or four days, something like that. Okay. Um, it was kind of dull because she was working the whole time. All right. And like I said, I, I pissed through my money yeah. uh, pretty fast. So th- they had a condo where they were staying. Yeah. And so I stayed there and read books, and, and I went in the mall. And I looked around and, and looked through the casinos, but they weren't as entertaining as they are now. No. So that was the first time. Yeah, this is early 80s, you said? Yeah, early okay. 80s. Right. So I guess it would be, well, was I was 21, so I, that would be 1980. <laughs> so that really was early 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Not aught eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time I'd heard stories. Okay. And it's kind of hard to visualize. We're talking about a volcano going off and a pirate battle on the street. And, yes. And I'm trying to imagine this, and I really, really think if I think somebody's, somebody's exaggerating here. Sure. You know, so sure. I came there, and, and now remember, I had also learned a lesson from when I went to Japan in 1984. I heard a lot of advice, and like everything else, I think this guy's full of shit. Yeah. Um, mostly, these were older people who had been there right after the war. Oh, you're going to want to get a servant or a maid or something like that, like as if Japan was still a third world country <laughs> servant, sort of thing. Right. No, I don't think so. We all need that. Yes, we all need that. Oh, you're going to get a maid. and a, No, 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 I'm not. You know, um, but yeah, and I went over there. Nobody had those. I mean, yeah. they had they had well advanced. Maybe again, like I said, right after the war, maybe, but but certainly not by the time I was there in 1984. Um, was that. So I realized that most of the advice people told me about Japan was wrong. Even things I'd seen on television. I'd heard things, oh, the Japanese are really into this or that. And I go over there and I asked them about it. They said, well, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you well, yeah. So I kind of learned then not to really, you know, to take everything pretty much with a jaundiced eye. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so when I came here, uh, I had read newspapers. What I had done when I researched Las Vegas before I moved here was, you know, I would buy the Sunday newspaper. I could get the Las Vegas uh, Review Journal in Tokyo um, at the Tower Records store. Now, I paid a lot of, I paid like 10 bucks for it. Um, and it was old. By the time they got it, it was a week old. But I really didn't care. I mean, it didn't have to be uh, up to date. You know, again, this is pre-internet. So um, I would look through it and look at what things cost and what a- neighborhoods and things like that. I got a kind of a feel for what it would be like to live here more so than just visit. And and do you, do you think that through 
a vehicle like the RJ, yeah. uh, it, they were a- accurate to a point. I mean, did you yeah. come here with, with your eyes open? Yeah, because there were certain things that I could see that were advertised, you know, even uh, then I looked at that time, of course, when you wanted a job, mm-hmm. people, they had one ad. So I could see what's what's the state of their economy. And this is the only city, well, one of the only cities um, where you will see probably the large, when you look, look in the, the one ads back in the day, if you remember they were alphabetized. Mm-hmm. And if you were looking for an accounting, just like the phone book, accounting was A and <laughs> They had gaming or casino, and there was pages and pages. Sure. So you don't see those in other cities. So you kind of get an idea of, well, this is what they're hiring for. Yeah, yeah they kind of examine it and, and look at it analytically. Yeah. Um, and you see the how the, you know the uh, houses, how much they cost and rent and yeah. and things like that. So you have a kind of an idea of what it's like to live here. Whereas most advice you get from people are just when you're going to visit. Yeah. What hotels? And even then, even today, you know, you go online. Whether there's Yelp or TripAdvisor, you have to kind of always look at that and remember that people, generally speaking, they're going to post a review if they're pissed off because they're emotional enough to do something, you know. If they really liked it, maybe they will too. Yeah. But chances are if they had a good time, but but it was it was good, it was fun, hey, I had a good they're not gonna bother. Right? So so unless they really had a reason to do it, generally speaking, it's gonna be, oh, I'm really pissed off. I'm gonna show them. It's going to be a negative review. And you have to kind of look at that and say, well, I think that they were, you know, again, so often we've talked about this, that their expectations were overblown. Yeah. yeah. They think they're going to come here and it was so crowded. Well. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about crowded. <laughs> yes. We talked about that last week. What do you expect? Now, <laughs> what is the what is the the best piece of advice you could give someone who's coming here to visit, yeah, as you know, as a vacation, uh, and to live. They might be the same. I don't know. Yeah. But what What do you think? What, Generally uh, speaking, I always say my, my best advice is don't take anybody's advice or anything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, but things, like I said, are better now in the sense that you know, like I didn't have the access to a lot of things online. I mean, we had email back in the late '90s, and but the internet, and there was sure there was internet, but it wasn't as evolved as it is today. Right. Uh, in fact, there's probably well, Al Gore just much. started. Oh, he just yeah. started. That's right. Yeah. He yeah, he put the keys in the ignition, right? Because we know the internet is really just a series of tubes, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's there's probably overwhelming amount of information. Um, but there there are some decent travel books I remember reading back then mm-hmm. that I got and read through. Um, um, there was even books I read on gambling and gaming and, mm-hmm. and things like that and advice. But the best thing that I did was was I came here several times before I moved here and visited. And I looked around and I got to know people who lived here. And I listened to what they had to say. So my advice to somebody, and, and I look and say, that was really good advice. And I would give it to anybody that wants to live here is A, you better not like to gamble. Right. You better not like that. Oh, now and then, even then it can become it can become a problem. Yeah. If you if that's what attracts you, stay away because you're yeah. gonna lose. Yeah, I agree. You're if every nickel lose. hurts, you're yes. going to do okay here. And it's the same thing with the drinking. You know, if yeah. it's a temptation for you or if it's been a problem in the past, hey, it flows here 24-7. Yeah. And almost wherever you go, you know, particularly in the casinos, whatever, you can still... I mean, the prices have gone, have obviously gone up. Yeah, it's harder to get a free one now. Yes, you're not going to get yeah. a free one, but you can get a cheap one. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they have happy hours and, and a lot of the local places, they have a lot of... Yeah. places that cater to the locals and and things are going to be cheap mm. so if those are things that that are 
that are too tempting or, 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 you know, you have a problem, then, then, then don't move here. Those would be the things. I agree. What I did was I surfed all of our, our, our listener and guest and fan comments. Uh, and I kind of went around the, uh, the internet a little bit. Um, and I compiled 10 pieces of bad advice. Okay. Uh, based on what I think you and I will agree is bad advice. Um, uh, not necessarily, you know, detrimental to your health, but um, just bad advice for when you come here for a newbie. And these are advice, this is advice for people visiting, um, uh, bad advice for people visiting as a vacation or, or as a fun stop or whatever, not living. Living is a whole different thing. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Uh, I know a lot of people that moved here that didn't know they had the, uh, the predisposition for gambling. Yeah. And whoo, they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they, they got in trouble. Uh, quickly, you know, because that's easy to do. It's actually easier to drink, uh, easier to gamble than drink. Yeah. The first one, these are in no particular order, but I, I listed 10 that I think uh, popped up uh, many, many times or in many versions. Uh, and we talked about this first one. Don't make, you don't need any plans. Yeah, you don't need any plans. Just go. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do. That's not yeah. true. No, that's that's that's, exactly. a ter- that's terrible that's advice. Terrible advice. <laughs> terrible advice for wherever you go. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, if you're yeah. just going in your own town, you need to make a plan. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh. And then in conjunction with that, one and two are sort of uh, the same. Uh. Uh. I I heard this many times, and I still hear it. It's the strangest thing, because I think any help is good help when you're already here. Yeah. We're talking about advice pre Vegas, pre arrival. But it's don't make any plans and don't use a concierge. They cost money. Yeah. No, we never did. Yeah. And you know, does it cost money? We've talked about the tipping thing. And I yeah. think there's a, there's one that involves tipping here. Uh, but um, yes, you need to make plans. You need to make plans before you get here. And and you need to solidify them and, and sort of uh, fine tune them once you get here with a concierge, with a with a well, it depends on which house you go to, but a bell captain, a bellman can help you. Um, your your front desk person can help you. Uh, but you absolutely need to make plans. Shows yeah. they sell out, and and you know we're going into the Christmas season. In fact, next week we're we're going to do a Christmas show. Uh, with the, what, Christmas in Vegas, oh. uh, and what what happens? Um, it's different. Yeah, it is way different than people think. Um, and uh, because the the shows are dark, meaning they don't play. You know, but we're still crowded because we have a lot of people who come from foreign countries right. that, yeah. that don't. You know, it's to them, it's just a day. Yeah, tremendous number of non-Christian uh, patrons come yes. here, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a whole different crowd, but it's still crowd. Yeah. You know, and shows are dark because they're taking vacations, uh, restaurants. Uh, re- you know, I I know for a fact. In fact, I'm doing something for a, a great client over at the Venetian of all things, um, and uh, they uh, they have their their own annual Halloween part Halloween <laughs> holiday party um, and uh, and then they shut the restaurant down for a week to clean it wow yeah they, they I mean and it's a it's a it's an amazing cleaning people I've never I never knew this until I uh, uh, was working with these folks and they they like sandblast I mean they go in there and yeah this the uh, all the all the stainless steel they go in there and they, it's just like a hose and they just clean the crap out of everything and it's and it's Sparkling. I've been in there before yeah, and after. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, but so restaurants are closed, shows are closed. I mean, it's a huge thing. So don't make any plans. Tell that guy to go away because that's a terrible piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, and absolutely use the concierge. It doesn't cost any money. You don't have to pay. It's not like a credit card fee. Yeah. You know, you, you got to, you know, stick a crowbar in your ass and give him 20 bucks because he's helpful. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and the third one, again, related to that is, uh, eh, you don't need to tip. 
They make That's a, horse shit. And, yeah, and, and, and always, always what followed that, nah, you don't need a tip. They make a ton of money there. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand why people think that Las Vegas uh, workers make more than other workers in in anywhere in the country. Yeah, you know, we make the same. They make the same. You know, we, we the it's it's a wage and tips. If if that's your industry, if that's yeah, what you're yeah. doing, like for example, a dealer makes close to, if not right at, or slightly above. Again, it depends on the house. Minimum exactly, and then, and then the tips, and then the tips. I, yeah. I think I mentioned, you know, I, I bought a book at a at a book sale here at the library. Oh, earlier earlier this year, and inside, folded up in a piece of paper, was somebody's. Obviously, whoever donated the book uh, was a dealer because there was their pay stub basically in, mm-hmm. in in the middle of the book, and it showed they were a crap dealer at the win. Uh, they deal they dealt craps at the win, mm-hmm. and and they made minimum wage, but their tips more or less compensated for it so that they made a they made a good living there yeah, pretty good living yeah, yeah because but again i mean that's not all crap stealers that's one hey that's the win that's, that's going to be on the strip he's probably yeah. been doing it a long time yeah um but yeah without those tips and this guy's this guy's making what do you make at mcdonald's yeah and um you know it there was in a, one of those sites that i had seen was his 12 things never to do in las vegas and really what it was it was advice and they coached it negative uh i guess so to get people to look at mm. and one of the things was um um don't forget to tip because they said it was, it's a tips, uh, uh, you know, economy here. People mm-hmm. re- rely on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, they make a ton of money if everybody. Yes, if everybody gave the doorman a dollar for the, for opening the door, sure he would make out really good at the end of the day. But but not in so many people do. Yeah, yeah. it isn't something that every. Yeah, because obviously you know this person isn't going to give him a dollar. And we worked at the concierge desk, and there were there were weeks where you know I got I got I, I told you I averaged a hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. That was it, a hundred dollars a week, and it could be that first guy comes in on Thursday mm-hmm. when I started, gave me a hundred bucks. I didn't make another tip the whole five days I was there. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And the other thing that kind of follows along with that that I got a lot is is they make a ton of money, and uh, oh yeah, their tips are under the table. No, no, they're taxed. They're taxed a hundred percent every yeah. time, you know. And 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 uh, oh, it's terrible. But yeah. um, it, you know, it, that's that's a silly thing. But terrible advice. You need you need to tip, and you know tipping is just there's there's even you know uh, uh, it's obvious that you're trying to help the economy that you're trying to keep these people in business so you can continue to come and have fun, but it's also a luck thing you know I mean a lot of people don't believe in that, uh, but um, you know it, it and it's a courtesy it's like yeah man yeah. He, he just hits you and you just you know you you double down on on uh, on aces and you you did fantastically you got to throw the guy a little something yeah yeah and it's, you know it, you mentioned about giving giving the concierge twenty bucks if somebody gave me twenty bucks I remember them. Yeah. And they come back again on a completely different, you know, they, they wanted a reservation for a show and a dinner. And I did that. And then if they come back because they've got something else they want, I'm not expecting another 20 bucks. Right. I mean, I've already helped them with it, but I remember that. And I'm going to to remember it. This is Mr. $20 bill mm-hmm. or Mr. $10 or whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm going to remember that. Now, if he tips me again, great. But if he doesn't, it's like, well, he already, you know, did Can something anybody wrong. ever give you change? No, I never had that. No, <laughs> I, got, I got two quarters one time. <laughs> it's fantastic. I got a chip. I got a. Uh, I got a uh, a chip from Bellagio, so yeah. I had to I had to cash it in. But yeah. it was. But that was pretty rare to get a to even get a chip. You got yeah. change. Huh? Yeah, but yeah, two quarters. I remember two quarters, and the guy, and it was a big deal. The guy that he slid him to me. And oh. like, yeah, I was like keeping it. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. You, know, you know, Wayne told me when he was at the Mirage as a butler, and he was of course you're the butler. You're in those. You're in those special VIP suites. Yeah. VIP. Now these are really high end people, yeah. and there was a 
a royal family from some European country. I believe it was Spain, but it uh, could have been it could have yeah. been somewhere else. Right, right. Um, anyhow, he was in there and he was going to leave. And the woman, you know, she didn't speak English. Uh, she holds up her hand like, wait, wait. And she goes over to the table where she's got a mountain of coins yeah. and just slides them off into her palm and hands it to him. <laughs> so you got like a dollar ten. And go. Now, of course, maybe she doesn't know what they're worth, right? I don't know. You know, still. I was always, I was, uh, you know, the guy that gave me the two quarters, you know, he thought it, it was a big deal. I mean, he, he was naive. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, and I never, every penny counts. Especially today, so I never, I never had a problem with that. You know, I mean, if they were just being, you know, assholes and throwing you, yeah. you know, change, whatever, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, uh, uh, the other piece of advice that goes along with this number three, the tipping thing, is uh, I heard one guy here in Vegas at Starbucks, and he was telling his friend, and they weren't from here; they were from California. Everybody, you know, mo- most of the time, there's no one in California; they're all here or yeah, on yeah. our freeways, uh, but. Um, uh, he was telling the guy how to give a tip, and in this case, it was a bellman. But he was he was going through the whole handshake thing, you know, how to where, how to you know palm it and everything else. And he says it's the only way to do it. And you got and uh, now that's, no. no, in fact, it, it can be tremendously awkward, especially if the person is busy and not expecting it, because yeah. you'll drop it, and uh, you, you, he won't feel it, and you'll end up back with it in your own hand. Just hand it. Yeah. Just hand. It. Yeah. You're not insult. No part of a tip is insulting. Yeah. No part of a tip. Don't throw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. throw the quarters don't at him. Don't throw anything at us. Yeah. Room keys especially. That's right. They, they have sharp edges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do we got here? We got uh, uh, number four. Um, don't play certain games. And I'm sort of generalizing. Don't play. Oh, man, don't play those slots. Uh, over at at, uh, at Caesars and and oh man, don't ever go to the sports betting. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, you won't have any fun, and they'll just take your money. Well, a yeah, we're here to take your money. Yeah, it, Vegas is going to take your money. Yeah, it you know ninety nine percent of your money is going to leave, and the rest yeah. of it is going to go for hotel and food. Yeah, so so that's a silly thing to say. Uh, have fun. Be be conscious of how much you're bringing. Make a budget. You know, lose it, win it, whatever. Even the pros, they're they're barely you know making it. You know, as, as doing what they do. Uh, but there is nothing that you need not play. Yeah. Everybody said, you know, my favorite game, strangely enough, is roulette. Worst game in the house. Yeah. Worst game as far as the odds are concerned. Especially now with the with the uh, triple, triple zero. Triple zeros, no, yeah. If you find single zero, wow, jump yeah, on that God. game. But yeah, um, doubles and triples. You know, yeah, be yeah. mindful of what you're playing, but but have fun. You know, and if you hit, you hit. Fine. It, it, it's like mega bucks. Most people yeah. hit it with twenty bucks. Um, but um, yeah, and you see, here's what's here's what's funny about that, Jamie. Is people yeah. will go out and drink and have a good time, uh, and 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 they'll spend a lot of money. You know, probably, and then they'll yeah. wake up the next day feeling like shit, or not remembering what they did, right? Or or get rolled, or something like that. You can go out and and if you're if you're careful with the money, you're not you're not playing high end. You know, you're just making small wagers, right. small bets, or slot machines that aren't you know really you know you're not loading it up with you know five dollars every time you 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 pull. You can have a good great time too, and and mm-hmm. and and you feel good the next day. I mean, you lost your money, but yeah. you're going to expect to do that anyway. Don't expect to win. Yeah. They always do in the TV commercials. They're always smiling. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, why they, you know, oh yeah, because they won that hand. Let me see the next hand. You mm-hmm. know, same thing on those t- telephone ads. People are always smiling when they're on the phone. Nobody ever has an argument. You ever notice that on those on those ads for for mm-hmm. cell phones? Ah, ha, 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 those. No one's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wish all conversations were like that. Exactly. Exactly. No, but yeah, that's it. You, that, you, it has to be that attitude, that approach. That yeah, you're not going to win. Uh, if you do great, you know, you're never going to win at the bar like that and end up at the end of the night with more money than, than you left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a chance that'll happen, but don't expect it. No, the, have a good time the, with it. Yeah, absolutely. No expectation of winning. Uh, 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 everybody has their, their, their patterns and their, the way they do things and all yeah. this, you know, I've got, I've got the perfect system. No, nah, there's no systems. There's, no. No, there's nothing. Um, but the number one bad piece of advice that I keep that I kept hearing and keep hearing even today is you you you, you have to know what you're doing. No, you don't. Most of the time, now most of the time, we both John and I, you know, uh, I know you know. I've seen those dealers, those concierges, the bellmen, and they're just they're they're having a bad day, or they're not good at their job. Or they they just they're just terrible human beings and they're not helpful. But most of the time, if you sit down at a game and you're and you're like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, help me out. They will help you out. You know. Yeah. Now I'm not including players. Players are dickweeds. Yeah. Especially if you get that guy on first or third base. Yeah. You know, and 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 and, and don't sit on the don't sit on the ends of any game. You know, because that's a decision making area. Sit in the middle on a craps table. Don't sit, it's also called the hook. Don't, don't sit on the hook of any game because you're going to be looked at to kind of know what you're doing, but don't be afraid, you know, especially the sports book. It's, it's, it's absolutely fun. Blackjack, craps, they're all fun. So don't be afraid. And the other thing for somebody, if, 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 if you know, they're going to come here and they say we're going to play. If at home when you're playing board games, Monopoly or whatever, if you're a sore loser, then, then that's the other thing. You're going to have a bad time because you're going to lose. Yeah. Um, and, and you might win some hands and, and, oh, but I was ahead. Everybody mm-hmm. says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you give it all back, mm-hmm. but that's part of it. I think that, that even if subconsciously is that they don't want the good, the fun end. Yeah. So just like any other party's over. So, so go in there thinking I'm going to spend, I got a hundred dollars here, whatever. And when it's gone, I'm going to, I'm going to see how long I can make it last. Can I make it last an hour, two hours, whatever? Great. If you did, the longer to me, that's being a winner. That's right. You know? My and always my advice: if you have a small budget, hundred bucks, even less, pie gal poker. Yeah. Oh man, you can you can drink and eat and and play pie gal if you're careful all damn day. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a fantastic game. Okay. Next, I heard one. Uh, no, I actually saw one on um, uh, TripAdvisor. Ooh. I'm a fan of TripAdvisor. Yeah, I yeah, use it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you got you to separate the wheat from the chaff. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like you said, most people are negative. Most yeah. people, the only time they ever say anything is negative. And Yelp, they're extortionists. I don't like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, take the monorail everywhere. No, well, it, it doesn't, doesn't go, go anywhere. doesn't go anywhere, hardly. <laughs> And it's hard, rarely working, yeah. um, and and it's it's a very cool thing, you know. Most people don't know they're actually refurb. They were purchased and refurbished from where? Disneyland. Disneyland. Yes, they're actually Disneyland monorails, yeah. um, and they've expanded the track system and built a few new uh, stations. But it's still it it really does not go a lot of places. No, it is slow. 
uh, because of the and load. expensive and expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and very pesky when it comes to working. I mean, it's often down. Um, so so that the, I just found that, and they they were they were vehement. They were take the monorail, don't do ride share or taxis. Um, uh, not true. Uh, you know, the monorail will, especially if you're on a time frame. Oh man, uh, I would I would not count on the monorail. Um, having not been a proponent of rideshare up into probably the last six months, I have to say I'm, I'm kind of a fan now. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've uh, been using Lyft and, uh, they good Lord. They just blow up my phone all the time with discounts. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and it's very popular here. Still a problem. Uh, hotels have not, uh, uh, espoused how wonderful rideshare is yet because I think, I don't know. It, it, it's the relationship between the cabs and the bellmen and the limousines and everything else. Rideshare is kind of this redheaded stepchild still in town. Um, uh, so drop-off points aren't the best. Uh, but I think rideshare, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've used Lyft. Yeah. Uh, I go to the airport. It's, it's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, from where I'm at, it's about half the price of, of when I take a taxi coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken them in other cities. And I talk to the drivers and, um, you know, they seem to, to enjoy doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've had, I've had good success with that. Now I haven't taken it, you know, again, all up and down the strip. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure, uh, you know, again, that, that would be something, another bit of advice is, you know, on the, uh, on, on, uh, some models of cars on the rear, on the side mirrors, it'll say objects may be closer than they appear. <laughs> right. It's the same with these hotels. Oh, it's just across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's in the next block. Yeah, but you have to understand these are really really long blocks, right. and um, it's going to take you a while to get there. And just because you see the sign doesn't mean that's where the hotel is. It could be another you know a tenth of a mile or something from there, either off the strip, right. and that's just the driveway, or that's just where the sign is. Mm-hmm. And then you get inside and you're tired, and then you get in. This <laughs> it's a couple huge, more blocks inside. Right, right. Yeah. So people can get. I, I I knew that at the concierge's they got frustrated. They were you know they were exhausted when they got in. They were hot. Where is this or that? And then I got to give them these really elaborate directions mm-hmm. because, I mean, again, I, I have honed these directions. This is about as clear as I can get and, and as lean as I can get. But still, I got to tell you how you, you're going to have to go down here and make a left and do this and mm-hmm. then make a right and take the escalator up and then walk past the shops and you'll see that restaurant on the right. Mm-hmm. And it'll take you, it, it's roughly eight minutes if you know where you're going, yeah, you know, basically. I used to, you know, when I, when I, uh, I it, this was always a, just a blind guess, but whenever I had a, uh, someone that would come up to me for directions uh, and I knew that they were in, in a good mood and they were okay people, you know, I would say, you know, go down here, look for the pizza place, turn right, go down there, look for the chocolate place, turn, place, turn left, go down, look for the Blue Man Group Theater, turn right. At that point, you're about halfway. Yeah. So, you know, and they, they would laugh, um, but it's actually true. Yeah. yeah it's very Vegas vacation. Yeah, and, it's you very know, funny. I, I remember one time, you know, again, it's that uh, I mentioned that one time to the hotel director. Yeah. We had their, well, what's the biggest complaint? It's people because of the size. Yeah. How far it takes them to get to the room, the oh. elevators for the room, yeah. you know, from the, from the lobby. He says, well, it's a resort hotel casino. It's all three. So that's just the way it is. Then, you know, now yeah. there's no, and I thought, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, and it's worse than other hotels. You go to the MGM, look where the front desk is. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like having a hotel at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you know, that's the lobby. Yeah. And it's like, where are the rooms? The rooms, the rooms, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, John. so the economy of size here, you have to get used to that. And, Absolutely. And look at the map and kind of study it. Because if you realize, oh yeah, I should have, I should have 
turn left instead of right, it's a long way back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and, and basically what this is, you know, C number one, yeah. uh, make plans. It's, it's tough. Okay, uh, what do we got here? It's number six. Uh, must You absolutely have to get a bottle table to get into a club. No. No, no. no. That that's what the hosts will tell you. Yeah. And when you put, uh, I don't know if anybody has noticed on social networking. Uh, I, I don't even know if social networking is still going. Is it still uh, Instagram? Yeah, area? I guess yeah. so. Uh, especially Instagram. If you hash or Twitter, if you um, if you hashtag Vegas, Las Vegas, LV, any one of those Vegas uh, uh, breakdowns, um, you're gonna get a host somewhere saying he's gonna help you. Yeah. He's going to help you get a bottle table. He's going to help you get in. He's going to help you with multiple clubs. He's going to help you with the party bus. He's going to help you go to the strip clubs. And is he going to help you? Eh, a little, maybe. But, but you know, it's it's uh, you got to realize the system is very simple. Uh, you know, he is working as a third party, almost a subcontractor for whatever club. He can work for multiple clubs. Yeah. But he is a host promoting this club and to get people to come in now you don't need a bottle table you don't need anything if you're about if you're about three or four hot girls you don't need anything yeah go up to the front uh make eyes at the at the dorm and you're getting in you know you don't have to stand in line now if you're a bunch of dudes yeah you gotta go a different direction yeah yeah you know you might need to use a host but uh, don't let them sell you on the bottle tables because it's it, it's just a half-assed bottle of gray goose four glasses and then you'll never see anybody again. I mean, you know, there are some clubs that are a little bit better than that. But 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 you can get in. Just make sure you've got some money in your hand. It's the one. Yeah. Pl- whereas the concierge, you can use and not have to spend any money. Clubs, you gotta you get you have to spend money to get yeah. in. So, uh, uh, but uh, I still hear people all the time say, "Oh, get a bottle table," or or for summer, you know, yeah. get a get a, buy the cabana. Well, yeah, we've talked about the whole. The whole hygiene aspect of cabanas and yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, and same thing. It's the same thing. It's a, it's a bottle table at the pool. You yeah. don't have to. You absolutely don't have to. You'll end up sometimes paying more for the cabana than your room. Yes. Yeah, you know. And absolutely. Uh, <laughs> premium days. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you can use hosts. I'm not saying the, the the club hosts are bad. Yeah. I'm just saying they, 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 they'll run a story on you that uh, really paints a great picture. Yeah. You know, and they, they don't have a lot of power. Yeah. You know, but you, what you said about the hot chicks is right. I mean, even, you know, when I, when I worked there, even going back to the, you know, 2000 to 2003 ish, yeah. 99 to two, uh, where, where the clubs weren't as built up as they are now. Yeah. But I remember at the desk, this hot chick came up and she said, and she was with uh, several other ones. She said they were on a TV show, uh, Skank Island, Temptation Island, something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? There was a Skank Island. That's Skank a CW, Island. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, there was some reality TV show, and, and I, I had no reason not to believe it. And, and she's being uh, over the top flirtatious. Let me look down her shirt and everything, bending over, and really wanting to get into a club. Well, she's not gonna have any problem at all. So I said, "Yeah, I'll see what I can do for you." Right? I just pick up the phone and call yeah. and said, "Who's working the rope tonight?" Just go you and know, give him a name. I know. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin, go, go. Yeah, yeah. I just told you. Yeah, yeah. Go see Benjamin when he gets there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> He'll get you in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But Marquee, Hakkasan, all the big yes, ones. Yes, you know, yes, just, so. just uh, take it easy. Take yeah. some money, guys. You know, go up to the front, girls, and you'll be fine. Uh, seven. Um, Oh, we talked about actually. Uh, we combined six and seven. Uh, yeah. Must must prearrange club access. No, um, number eight. 
do or do not apply for the M Life or Caesars credit card mm. for parking. Ooh. Now, yeah. really interesting subject. I talked about this with my cousin recently, who lives here as well. And he goes to the Golden Knight games. He's already pre prearranged the, the licensing for he, his Raiders seat. The for the Raiders seat? Yes, no. yes. Um, uh, because huge fan. He's been a Raiders fan forever, a brand new Golden Knight fan. Uh, uh, and, and hey, good on him. But um, uh, he made mention that to avoid the parking costs, he got the M Life, which is the MGM Grand uh, International credit card, mm. which gives you parking for free. Oh, uh, I don't. I, I, I apologize. Any other benefits I, to having the card? You know, well, or? standard benefits. I mean, there's a few little, I think, cashback things. I don't know exactly what's what they're doing now, but they're still doing the uh, the the parking for free uh, once you meet a certain uh, expenditure, I believe. Um, Caesar is the same. Uh, now, I, I included this in the bad or good advice. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Now, I park there a lot, and I, yeah. I have the fortune of being... Uh, they, they, I don't have to pay for it. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, How much is it then normally? Oh, gosh. It'll be anywhere from 7 to $25, depending on the day. You're usually looking at an average of about $12, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, where I come from, you know, San Francisco, even back in the 80s, it was, you know, at that time, it was like, you know, $5 an hour. So um, to park, you know, and it's and it's and now it's ridiculous. You, then the last time I was there, a long time ago, when I actually drove down there, it was like twelve ninety five for mm -hmm. 20 minutes mm -hmm. or something ridiculous. Right. Downtown San Francisco. Um, so, so to me, you know, seven bucks isn't a lot, but if you use it a lot, if you're there a, a, a frequently, mm -hmm. it would seem to me that you could park, find some place to park for nothing and then ride share in. And then that way you can avoid the rush out. Now I mentioned in the past a couple of times I went to the T-Mobile and I parked for free at the, at the Tropicana. Now they said they're going to start charging on, on Golden Knights games, but at that time they didn't. And it, it's, it's still a hike. Mm -hmm. You know, but the nice thing is, is once I walk over there, which takes, you know, 10, 10 minutes to walk there, mm -hmm. I'm, I, there's no traffic when I, when I leave, mm -hmm. I don't have game type of traffic because, oh, I parked close to like where the Monte Carlo or the old Monte Carlo was, it was at the park and, and, you know, go there. And then I have to deal with this traffic jam getting out. So to me, if I'm only there intermittently, I mean, every now and then, I would say, yeah, hey, I'll go park down at the, at the damn uh, outlet mall mm -hmm. and, and call rideshare and have them drop me off. And, but if you do go there frequently and it's going to, there's some savings for you in that regard. Now, in your, in your cousin's case, of course, even with the football, that's not going to help. Mm -mm. Um, but there's not that many games. Golden Knights, I mean, does he go to every game? No, he bought, he, he, uh, oh, long story. He had a terrible uh, problem with, with getting his Golden Knights tickets for this season. Yeah. Ended up having to get a quarter season, which he didn't, he wanted more, but he got a quarter season, 11 games, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're looking at, at probably, um, if you had to pay parking, you're, you're looking at maybe, I don't know, a hundred dollars, 150 bucks. Yeah. If, if you want that route, mm, is a credit card worth it? I mean, then if he tires of the Golden Knights, yeah, is it? It's hard to say. I, I, I recently uh, uh, found out two things. I was taking a, um, uh, my family and I were taking a lift yeah. to um, uh, a show, Lion King. Not bad. It yeah. was okay. The Smith Center is, is a lovely place. Yeah. But uh, the drop off for the Smith Center, 
fantastic. Yeah. If you are, if you uh, like close drop-offs, or if you're with someone that can't really travel well as uh, as far as on their on their feet, uh, great drop-off. On the other side of that, the the person told me that dropping off for T-Mobile, the park, anywhere in that central strip location, it is horrendous. There's no place, and it's hard for him to get in, hard for him to get out. Where do they go then? Like over by the Vidara? You know, is it kind of off there? I know. Yeah, side not by quite the, that far, but yeah, there's a there's a turnaround right there yeah, that they yeah. go to. But it's still quite a walk at that point. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing he said is that there's a, a ride share term now uh, happening. It's called PETA. P-I-T-A. Pain in the ass? Pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, 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 it's a, they use it when they communicate and they, they, you know, as far as the app, they'll say it's, it's PETA, you know, and it is pain in the ass. Uh, but um, uh, I don't know, you know, if, if you're looking at a, if you're looking at games at $25 a shot, you know, for your parking and you're in 11 games, that's a lot. But if you're looking $12 as it goes down, you know, it re- it's really hard. And how often are you at the strip? But if you need a credit, if you want a credit card, that's relatively decent visa card um, and are an uh, oft visitor to to Vegas. Eh, why not? I mean, there's, yeah. you know, just might as well use it. But again, that, that kind of brings up a second point that I, that I, I uh, included number eight about driving and renting a car. You know, uh, I've, I've seen people say, oh, absolutely rent a car or good God, don't rent a car. Most of my travel is good God, don't rent a car. I don't want to drive anywhere, yeah. especially foreign countries. I have no desire. Uh, and, and Orlando was pretty much a foreign country for me. So I was like, no driving. Yeah. But I don't know. How do you feel? Oh, do, uh, do you, running, you know, do you I, like driving when you travel? Well, I, I drove in Japan, you know, of course I lived there. Um, but it was, it, it was kind of, kind of shocking to me how easy it was for me to get an international license at that time. I just went to the three A's I was a member and they mm. gave one to me basically mm. for like $5 and a photograph. And mm. I went over there and, and, uh, I'd already been there a year. So at least I could read some Japanese mm-hmm. and, and, and I was familiar with things. Of course they drive on the, they drive on the, they don't drive on the right, they drive on the left, but so are the steering wheels on, on their cars are on the right side of the, of the vehicle. Mm. And uh, this place where I was working, the guy says, I got a company lesson. You're going to have to drive over there. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm fine. I, I know how to drive a car. Of course, I'd never driven over there. This was a stick shift. So I had to learn to auto, suddenly I have to, I have to shift with my left hand. So everything is reverse. Still, it really wasn't a problem. But what I did notice, I thought, holy shit, you know, their stop signs are red, but they're triangular. Mm. If you didn't know, on, and it says there in Japanese, not in, not in Romaji, which is Romanized English, mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> but if you don't know tomate, <laughs> reading that, you you might think it was a you know yield or or caution sure, or something. Sure. You just go right through it. So so yeah, I mean, I would prefer not to have to drive, especially yeah. if I'm not familiar with the area. And I rented a car just a couple of weeks ago, and I was up in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Traffic there is pretty bad, but I'm used to it. I've been up there before. I've been a while. So yeah, and and, and other things could happen right on a rent a car. But especially mm-hmm. here with the number of accidents that we have. It's it's not pleasant driving. It's, um, it's but, not yeah. within the city. I agree, and we we have a fantastic rental central yeah. rental location that's off the airport property. Right, right. On a road called Gillespie. Yeah. Uh, Google knows it as Gillespie. Ah. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's a great thing. The only thing, the only advice I would give people that I feel is good advice, 
is if you don't plan on leaving the strip, yeah, then then no need for the car no. at all. But as we have you know advised people, you you really should have a day or a couple days where you go and visit all the extra things that are outside of the city. Yes, exactly. Then get a car. Yeah, because uh, if if you are from uh, the central part of the United States or the East Coast and have never really seen the desert scenery. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. If you yeah. go out to Lake Mead, we've talked about Valley yeah. of Fire. And once you get out there, once you get out of the sprawl mm-hmm. of, of Las Vegas, here, the, op- the roads are open. It's a very enjoyable drive. Yeah. The weather here is generally really nice most of the time, so you're not, that's not going to be a problem. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no driving in the snow. <laughs> right. You can if you go up to Mount Charleston or something, but if you're from the snow country, you're not going to want to see that. But, but Valley of Fire with the, um, with the Indian petroglyphs, uh, it's, that's, that's a great drive. And, and I've made it a number of times, and it never gets boring. Red Rock Canyon, another one you can go out there. Uh, just if you don't, even if you don't like hiking, just drive through it. It's, yeah. it's really nice, and you realize you're not that far away from the Strip, just a few miles, really. Right, you right. Know, eight, nine miles or something like that. Yeah. And, and the Strip is, if somebody had blindfolded you and dropped you there, you'd think you're in the absolute middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just a few miles away is... Yeah, you know, yeah. so a qualified piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, do it or don't, depending yeah. on where you're going. Uh, number nine, um, don't go downtown. Now you know, you and I have had have have poked fun at the at the old, at downtown at the yeah. tragic downtown Las Vegas. Um, I've recently been there. Last last uh, episode, we talked about the Mob Museum and yep. downtown. Uh, you know, it's it's, uh, in my opinion, it's nice to okay, you know. Uh, it is always seemingly on the decline, but as it go as it declines, there's a new project. Yeah. So there, there's always something new going on down there. So if you visit here often, uh, you know, go downtown. But um, I, it really depends on what you want to see. There's a lot of things that locals don't like about downtown. You know, the 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 dirty Pikachu's and the entertainers yeah. and the everything else. Um, and it it doesn't offer a tremendous number of, of gaming opportunities or restaurants. It offers up quite a bit and some really quality ones. Yeah. Um, but There's even a brewery down there. There's even a brewery. I've been to that one. Yeah. It's pretty good. You can find Groupon. That's how a friend of mine, he, he yeah. bought a Groupon for that brewery. And uh, we, he said, hey, let's go down there. And we did. Yeah. And um, uh, it, it, it was good. You know, it was nice there. And and there were, there were some funky restaurants that um, that you're not going to find on the strip or, or those places. To me, it kind of reminded me, um, in some ways, it, the vibe that I get around that container park area there of, of Portland, downtown Portland, uh, Oregon, in the sense that you're going to find some some restaurants, the people who work, they're going to be, you know, tattooed. Um, vegan restaurants, Vegination, which is, which is pretty well known here now, started there. They've got one in Henderson now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well ma- makes it easier but but that was that was a downtown location yeah so there are a few things down there that are worth seeing and, and they've they have tried they have tried with the smith center and with them with the mob museum to to get more people to go down there but yeah you know and you see the the uh, fremont street the lights yeah, if you, you're a tourist go ahead you got to see it there is more of a feel of old vegas downtown than you still see on the strip mm-hmm. i think and the same thing with the, with a lot of clientele drunks you know passed out there um, with, you know, at, at, at four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of old, I guess. Yeah. Then they go to work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then they go to work. 
Um, or back to their room. Yeah. Sleep Great piece of advice, though, earlier you said about the Groupon. Downtown is like Groupon heaven. Yes, yes. Because they are, you know, I'll, I'll use the, the, the term desperate. Uh, they are uh, desperate for new clientele and, and to build up their businesses and all the new stuff, the breweries and the mob museums and everything else. Uh, get on Groupon. You know, I'm not a real fan of Groupon. Yeah. I think the whole system is kind of harassing. Yeah, I yeah. get those emails all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they bomb you. Uh, nice. But uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, check that out um, and check out all of the. That's where you can do some research. That's where you plan because downtown can be made uh, to be really fun. Uh, but if you go with no plan, it's going to be lame. It, it, yeah. It's not going to be fun. But if you go with a handful of Groupons and you get all this kind of stuff, and uh, you know they're really great about giving out you know free you know you, uh, two for ones and and three for twos and everything else, it's really cool. It's really cool. Now uh, number ten, <laughs> don't get this is the one I swear to God I saw it uh, probably ten times in my research. Uh, by people that have written in, people, uh, TripAdvisor, the internet, all these things. Don't get club cards. And I thought to myself, you know, I, I recently saw uh, Bill Burr, great comedian, yeah. fantastic comedian. Um, and he was talking about how life has turned into this club cards, you know, with the with the grocery stores and the Best Buys and everything else. And, you know, he's against them because he, they're tracking you. Well, yeah, they are tracking you. Um, and that was the number one reason is like, don't get club cards. You don't get anything. And they track you and Big Brother. And it's like, well, OK, yeah. But Big Brother's already tracking you. Yeah. Do you have a driver's license? They're tracking Big you. Brother's Credit tracking card, you. They're tracking yeah, you. Don't be silly. Um. I think you should get club cards because specifically uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, different holidays, Veterans Day and all these things, they give away pretty cool stuff. There was a time, I don't believe it, uh, there's only one house left, I think, that still does at South Point where you can score a turkey. You know, yeah. now if you're traveling here, you don't really need a turkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, frozen turkey. Uh, but, uh, you know, locals, we would always do that. We would, And they'd have these giant baskets of, of uh, turkeys. Yeah. And you'd turn in your club card and you'd get this free turkey and you, 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 you play your obligatory bingo, throw a couple of coins in the slot machine, you know, and you'd be done. But um, I've gotten, oh my gosh, shot glasses, uh, pens turkeys ham i got a ham one time um uh they love to have branded stuff like uh like valises and and computer bags and things like that so so you know if you can get over the fact that yes they're tracking your play and yes they're going to market to you based on the on that card information i think it's great to have you know and you need to always remember to shove it into the the machines when you're playing you know but uh now do you have one I had one for, um, I think, the M or in the Cosmo, just because when you signed up, they gave you something, 50% off the buffet or something like that. And I use, you know, I have an email account that I use just for that sort of shit, which I almost never check. <laughs> a dump email. A dump email. Everybody has that. Now. Everybody's got a, a dump email, you know, whatever it is, and, and uh, uh, use that and... Um, you know, I, I, they've never bothered me in the sense that, I mean, I get, I get things in the mail being a local from, uh, station casinos full of coupons for, you know, free margaritas or, or two for ones or free margaritas. Yes. If you, yeah. With, with a purchase of uh, something or else. Yeah. Um, but and from the, from the restaurants and, and often I'll just come to resident with, mm -hmm. with my name. So it's not like they're tracking because I don't have a card with them. 
Um, I almost never get anything from in the mail uh, from some of the other ones. I did get um, uh, fifty per, uh, half price to, or two for one for Cirque du Soleil tickets in mm-hmm. in the off season. Uh, they usually have a a time of year for that for being a resident. Could be you know I've, I've taken advantage of those in the past. Mm-hmm. Going to go see a show. I saw the 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 Beatles show at the at the Mirage. Love, yeah. Saw Love. I saw Mysterio that way. They, you know, it was half off. So yeah, yeah. May as well take advantage of it. Uh, you know what? As I search my brain for all the free stuff I've gotten, you know, in all the, these many years I've lived here, for being a local, um, uh, I was recent again. I'm mentioning the Mob Museum, but um, uh, the 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 downtown Grand, uh, Lady Luck used to be Lady Luck. Uh, and, uh, they, um, uh, that was the number one giveaway I ever saw. And it was the best foot long hot dog you could ever get. Mm. And it was with your local ID. It was a Hebrew national and it was the size of your forearm and it was wonderful. Now, granted, they limited you to one, you know, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was amazing. So, so, you know, again, that probably, you know, speaks about downtown a little bit. They, you know, they, they, they too are sort of limiting what they're giving away. Uh, but, um. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's 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 so fun to to get all these things, and uh, um, unfortunately now it all it, you have to kind of invest yourself into the Groupon thing, or yeah. or you know, or TripAdvisor or Yelp or whatever. Uh, I know Yelp has started this new program. Um, uh, they're they're basically wanting professional reviewers, and if you review this many times, you get discounts at whatever you reviewed, and uh, I don't know. But uh, um, so I I the, uh, I have a a, a bonus round. That yeah. was ten. That was ten. That was ten. What did you think? Good. Pretty I mean, good. I mean, they're shitty. They're it's cra- shitty crappy advice. advice. Yes, yeah. It's a shitty advice. So, bonus round, uh, number eleven, <laughs> and, and it, it's only because of what we're going through right now, which most people don't know and can't imagine. Can't imagine. As Bugsy was standing there looking at the uh, what should have been the El Rancho. Um, uh, oh, you don't need a coat. It never gets cold in Vegas. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's cold. It's cold. My pool freezes. My pool used to freeze over all the time. Uh, it was 38 degrees this morning. Yeah. When people come here, they, they, they're given advice about the weather. They are always told, oh, Vegas, always sunny, always great. You can swim all the time. No, the pool's closed. They're, they're, I believe they're all closed by now. I think uh, the last one did. Um, and, uh, uh, and then on the other side of it, uh, John and I dealt with this all the time. Uh, people say that, uh, you know, the uh, suntan lotion and, and walking around, people would keel over in the middle of the street and keel yeah. over in the hotel lobbies. It gets really, really hot. Yeah. We are a city of extremes. Yeah. Yeah. What people don't, don't realize, you know, are, is that Las Vegas is like 2000 feet elevation. So we're desert, but we're high desert. So we are accustomed to things do get cold. Yeah. And, um, I mean, by our standards, you know, if you're from Minnesota, it's still going to be warm. Um, but yeah, it was, it gets, it can get down to freezing, um, depending on where you're at in the Valley. But the thing that probably the worst weather that I think of when I associate with Las Vegas that I wish I could do without, I could really do without is the wind. It is windy a lot. You know, I I mean, during the week, April, May, June, April, May, June, it was even windy, you know, in the winter time, if there's a storm coming in from California, whatever. 
it'll get windy, but yes, the spring winds, the fall winds, the summer winds, um, <laughs> you'll know it when you're, if yeah. you've never flown here, you can always tell on the airplane, I'm looking around, I see people, you know, when they start gripping their seat yeah. handle, oh, they haven't been in here before, because it's always kind of rough going in. Oh, it feels like you were shot down. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's rough coming in, but, and that's that's normal, because, yeah. because of the, it's high desert, and we get, we get a lot of wind. Uh, in the summer, it can be worse, because you have that wind shear. Because it gets so hot in the daytime, and then once the sun starts to settle, that hot air rises, it mixes with the cooler air, and that causes a lot of turbulence. So, you know, there's 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 yeah. that issue. That that, But yeah, that's the weather. And yeah, so check ahead of time. And, you know, they will close the Bellagio fountains for the high wind. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to do it if it's really cold, but 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 they will for the wind. So so that's a factor. And yeah, mm-hmm. you, you it's not... Don't come here in shorts, you know, <laughs> unless again, you're, you're used to it being, yeah. you know, 30, 35 and you, and then you come here in the daytime and it's 50, 55. Yeah. Uh, wow. That might seem warm to you, but, but, but yeah, remember that it's not always yeah. hot. Well, unless you're a guy like me where wear shorts and, uh, yeah. and sleep, <laughs> sleepless during the winter. But I, uh, interesting, you mentioned the wind, um, and, and I guess we'll, we'll close with this anecdote. Uh, when I first got here yeah. many, many years ago. Um, it was still uh, over there at the Las Vegas Hilton. Yeah. Uh, a very iconic giant sign. Uh, yeah. Sort of looked like um, a, a peacock tail yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it was big. It was really, really tall. Uh, pretty standard, though, as far as uh, 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 those kind of types of sign goes. go. Um, and we had one of those days. And it was windy. And, and it was amazing. The wind ripped it off. Yeah. Ripped off three quarters of the sign wow. and dropped it into the parking lot. And from that point on, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's still there. If they've altered the sign and just you know re neoned it, um, rebranded it, but uh, uh, they they made it uh, one third the size. So it was it was way below the wind line, and uh, and then it was like that for for years and years and yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's serious. And, and just here. this year, you know, where, where I live in Henderson, they had the Henderson Pavilion, mm. which is an outdoor amphitheater, and it's got a a tent type roof, right. and wind tore it off this year, and it tore big holes in it, and they're repairing, it. they're still repairing it, but but yeah, the Henderson Pavilion without a, without a roof on it, without the <laughs> without the cover, because it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, John, thank you. Uh, as I said, next week, uh, John and I are going to talk about Christmas in Vegas oh. and, and talk about the good and the bad and, and what, what happens here during uh, during the holidays. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, and John, this is th- th- this episode uh, that we're finishing up right here, episode 90. Wow. I know. It's, getting up there. I'm getting up there. But we really do appreciate uh, everybody uh, connecting and, and uh, tuning in and uh, uh, really do appreciate all of the comments and uh, wonderful things that are said um, and all the connections we've made uh, through social networking, even though I, you know, I, I speak badly about social networking. Um, I, I really appreciate everybody, and uh, we hope everybody that uh, visits um, can benefit from some of, the, uh, some of the corrections and advice that we've given. Uh, and uh, uh, we, we definitely hope that you find your peace, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and 
talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.